Hello, friends. This is Jerry Howard, and you're listening to Drunk Jays Fans Podcast. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the DJF Podcast. My name is Drew Fairservice. Today is Tuesday, May the 27th. He got right the first time. My, as I said, my name is Drew Fairservice. I'm joined here by uh, Mr. Andrew Stoughton. Stoughton, how are you? <laughs> I'm all right. I, I like how you, you couldn't just do it seamlessly. You had to comment on doing it correctly, which... Because I surprised it, it, myself which, as much which, which as anything. broke up the seamless nature of you getting the date right. Uh, so I still, I don't, I'm not going to count that. Okay. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the, um, so this I feel as though may be a transitional edition of the DJF podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, is there something f- about which we can complain? Not a whole lot. Is no. there someone to whom we can direct ire? No. Coming up empty on that, too. I haven't seen a straw man in weeks. Or at least seven days, seven games. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. This is going to be the worst show ever. Yeah. Be like, hey, they won all those games. Yeah. Hey, they're in first place. Yep. Uh, First time this late in the season in, uh, I don't know, a hundred years. Pretty much how it feels, yeah. What that is? Pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it's great. That makes for compelling, compelling listening for our commuting and or desk-bound friends mm-hmm. on the other end of these speakers. Really teasing this episode here. Yeah, I don't know what we can talk about. Hey, you know what's <laughs> awesome? Edwin Encarnacion hits a home run every fucking day. That was a good idea to not let him go to play on another team. After they did and then brought him back, yeah. I like. I hope that Oakland A's fans. There's some. There's at least one in the world. There's an Oakland A's fan who, despite the fact that his team plays in a literal sewer for literally pennies, mm-hmm. they're the best team in baseball and have made the playoffs like three years in a row. Are they so, the best team in baseball? Somebody's bitter about it. Somebody's like, oh, I can't <laughs> believe they let Edward Encarnacion go. Somebody's bitter about that somewhere, and that makes me happy. I, I, yeah, I could see it. Because Are he's probably bitter they, they, about they, Jesse Chavez being ridiculous. No, no me either. Because he got lit up. Yeah. By the Blue Jays. The first place uh, Blue Jays, Jays winners yeah. of seven games in a row. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. We can get mad at people for like being gleefully happy. Like, no, no. I saw a little bit of that. People talking. If you do, go ahead and search John Farrell's dream job. Uh, yeah, don't turn into Red Sox fans. Come on. Yeah. They, they were Red Sox fans seemed like such lovable losers for so long. <laughs> and uh, then they won. And now they're shit. They're hey, how about you slow this train down? It's uh, May. Yeah. Ain't nobody won nothing yet. No. But, Except uh, the Grammar Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we can savor this anyway. We get to feel like this so you know rarely. Look, everything is working in the Blue Jays' favor at this point right now. They look good. Mm-hmm. The division looks weak. What else do you want? We kind of went through this last time we did one of these. Yeah. It's... Ripe for the picking, and the Blue Jays have got good picking fingers. Right now they do. Right now they do. Yeah, because Edwin Encarnacion hits the ball out of the park every goddamn time. Yeah, he's awesome. Because the other teams in the division are such <laughs> just steaming piles <laughs> of dog shit that they sent Eric Bedard out, and he gets so destroyed 
But the Jays have a, their offense is ridiculous. We yeah. can talk about that. We'll talk about the, the offense. It's ridiculous. Uh, Shai Davidi wrote something interesting about the way the Jays are like extracting value out of the bottom of the order, mm-hmm. manipulating the, the the platoons and. Oh, you, you combine the lines for Tolleson and Francisco, which of course you can't really do. add the wars, bud. Yeah, <laughs> just add yeah. It's fantastic. Things are going well. Lose, we can again. We can like we have to be on brand here, so we can call someone an idiot. Oh, I'm sure. If we'll you want to trade Colby Rasmus, you're an idiot. Yeah, that's true. But we don't need, really need to talk about that because that's fucking pathetic. Yeah, we're going to talk about your Toronto Blue Jays, and they're playing very well. Things look nice. Things are enjoyable in Blue Jay land right now. So let's uh, bask like a bunch of uh, uh, lizards. Lizards bask, right? I think so. Yeah. Like Seal, seals. Seals, seals lions, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. Look at this. Compelling, compelling radio. Yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> it is good stuff. We'll, we'll save, the, uh, we'll save the, the A material for later in the show on this edition of the DJF Podcast. First place, Toronto Blue Jays. Here, this is late in May, going into June. It is still May, isn't it? It is still May. It is still May. Hey, only 110 games they got to hang on for? Hang on. There you go. There were all kinds of fun facts coming out today, like five of the last seven teams to lead the lead division in home runs won the division. Two of the, One of those teams that didn't was the Blue Jays. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, who can? All that shit's so meaningless. Look, this looks like what last year was supposed to look like in a way. Mm-hmm. Again, we kind of went through this last week. Mark Burley isn't as good. Drew, Drew Hutchison showed last night. Probably not that good. Not as good as he looked in previous starts. Sure. No one's expecting him to be that good. Nope. They're not going to... The starting pitching has been very strong. Somehow. But what, yeah. somehow, what, but what we saw last night was like, even when they're not strong, the offense can, to quote a broadcasterism of all time, they picked them up. Yeah, they sure did. They pick up your teammates. They, they went the extra mile. Yeah. They just kept picking them up. They kept picking them up, picking them up and, and depositing them into the left field bleachers. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, the, I was quite happy with myself as I was writing that. Deanna Navarro tweet. <laughs> yeah. Literally typing out the last words. Well, I had to better delete the extra N I got there in Deanna. Crack. Over the fence. And then he got another hit the next time up. He was he had been terrible in May up He's until... kind of been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that point. Yeah. They got bum legs. Yeah, you kind of can't. Well, I mean, you could have saw that coming, but we shouldn't complain about this. But, but yeah. He's, he's been okay. But the beauty of things right now is... Might well be that Aircrafts is not so bad th- to step in and be like, oh, Aircrafts, I can yeah. live with that. Yeah. It's th- I mean, I, he's, he's, he's like J.P. and Subia, basically. If you look at his line, for example, mm-hmm. you know, no on base, big slugging, but he can, you know, block a ball every once in a while. Maybe and he's not playing out. every day. That's also a big thing. So you get him in neither, there. Neither is JP at this point. Oh, he is. <laughs> He's the everyday catcher. <laughs> round Rock for the for Round Rock. <laughs> I feel like that should that. Let's make that our mantra for the rest of the year. <laughs> Even when it all goes sideways, I can live with that. Okay, I can live with that. 
Mark Burley's yeah. going to pitch. You know, he'll regress. He'll become more Mark Burley-esque. He's made us. You know, the the thing that's easy to easy to forget is that he's doing something differently. He added a different pitch to his repertoire. He's throwing that whatever they said, the cutter on the inside yeah. to right-handed batters. Yeah, people will adjust, but for now it's working. And then he'll make another adjustment because he's Mark Burley. He's been around for sixteen years, fifteen years. That's why he does it. Mm-hmm. When he even if he becomes what he ended up being at the end of the year last year, what he's been every year for. I can live with that. Yeah, I can live with that, for sure. Ari Dickey's not an ace. I can live with that. Totally. Dustin McGowan's the bullpen. I can live with that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Big time. Bullpen looks pretty good. It's, you know, you hate the, you know, for years, the 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 more savvy fans, the people thinking about the advanced stats and stuff, you know, kind of see the, the closer contracts, people giving a whack of money to Jonathan mm-hmm. Papelbon and stupid things like that. And I'm certainly not saying... You know, Casey Jansen's a free agent at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Not saying anything crazy here, mm-hmm. but it is remarkable to see how the bullpen has lined up better and how it's it's really uh, started doing its its job. Once you've made it, uh, so you know that in the ninth inning, if you have a lead, you have your guy to go to, and he's probably not going to fuck it up. It just has made everything so much better. I look at it the same way I look at. Even even those closer contracts that you mentioned, that Papelbon contract. Mm-hmm. I don't have as much of a problem with the Papelbon contract because you weren't just paying for saves. And the True. Phillies, did, they yeah. didn't just give money yeah. for saves. They bought a very, very good pitcher who yeah. has subsequently declined due to age. It's going to happen at almost any Oh, yeah, it's still, yeah. But he's still fine. Yeah. He's not as good. But adding a guy like Casey Jansen to the back of the bullpen, whether you know you bring him off the DL or the Phillies and you sign him as a free agent, whatever it is, you're just adding another good pitcher back there. Right? Yeah. So the Jays at Jansen comes back, another good pitcher back there. You bring McGowan at the front end, so you're not even, you know, he's not a high leverage guy, but you're just adding arms, you're adding options, you're, mm-hmm. you're making it so that the guys you're not as sure of, the guys who are questionable, you cut their innings away. You, you put them in lower leverage situations. Todd Redden pitched last night, he hadn't pitched since May 18th. Yeah. That's, that's ideal almost. It almost is, yeah. You know what I think about that? I can live with that. I can totally live with that. Yeah, I don't need Todd Redmond pitching more than every once. There's Mill Rogers. Oh my God, we have to. We have. I can't believe I. Yeah. We had like the streamer sound effects. Poor is Mill. Accepted his uh, assignment to Buffalo. Good for him. Taking the assignment, working on it. He can still be a valuable piece at some point if he gets shit together. Yeah. Why not? Still throws hard. Some of the peripherals looked all right. Throws hard, throws a sinker. <laughs> and doesn't throw as hard as he gets hit at this point. <laughs> but, uh... It seems like that allowed some of us and the people who are probably listening to this and who will swim in the sewer that is the comments on your website. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a sign in a way that it's like, okay, it's not about managing these commodities and worrying about getting nothing for something it's our team is worse with him on it yeah so let's address that took him long enough but yeah it seems like took him long enough they really like wrung every last bit of potential value out of (laughs) they they did enough to get him to clear waivers basically is what they did so and it's like doing the dishes you know you do it poorly enough you don't get asked to do it again (laughs) there's another thing that works for that too but uh Neither here nor there. No. <laughs> and then they got this, what is his name, Rob Rad- Rasmussen? He pitched last night? Yep. All Rasmus. That's all. That's the... Uh, all the Melkies, too. Melkies. Melky Mesa? Yeah. He's terrible. 
Of course he's terrible. He won't even see the light of day here. Not a chance. I can't believe we brought his name up. No. Quite frankly. I just did because we were doing Rasmussen. That works. But yeah, Rasmussen, I mean, Rasmussen won't be long for the bullpen once Sergio Santos gets healthy, which is, you know, how long is that going to last? <laughs> but that's great because now Santos isn't your, isn't your relied upon guy. He can work his way into the low leverage situations. He was great last year. He was. Like when he came back and was healthy in the second half, he was ridiculous people were talking about him taking Jansen's job this year it was uh was a real thing he's been really good he's a good pitcher uh, except for when, when he, he pitched <laughs> yeah. except for when he pitched this yeah. year it's uh it's almost one of those things where at the same time as you look at kind of the balance of his of his work and it's like who's uh which side is adding up more is it the Santos is good evidence is piling up or mm-hmm. is it the Santos gets a demolished evidence that's piling up I think I think he's got an option for like eight million dollars next year or something like that. That's, maybe I that was like an eight-year contract that just went on and on and yeah, on. Yeah, maybe that's two years from now. But yeah, it's uh, one day the cost benefit will not uh, will not work. But it, it's great to it's great to think about him with an actual safety net. You know, when mm-hmm. he was when he was out there at you know the first part of the year. Uh, you know, Todd Redmond's warming up when Santos can't fucking find his release point and is walking everybody. And now, if this t- if this happens this time, you'll probably have several relievers behind him still yet to enter the game because he's not your last line of defense. Absolutely, yeah, it, uh, it's almost ideal. I can live with that. I can live with that. Yeah. Aaron Loop, uh, love the way Gibby used him last night. It's nice having two guys who are comparable left-handed pitchers, mm-hmm. capable of getting out people who aren't left-handed. Not as good against as as in the proper platoon split. No, of course, but still but capable. Absolutely. In the sixth inning, when you're like, okay, we've just kind of nosed in front again, or whatever. The, I think that was a, he came in and pitched the sixth. Whatever it was, you can okay. Well, we'll leave him in in a less than ideal platoon situation mm. against the bottom of the fucking Rays order. Rays had one regular, the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays. Last night's lineup before the game started, one regular slugging over four hundred. Cleanup hitter Desmond Jennings last night. He hit a he, significant sure, home run. He sure did. He did not miss that. No. And David DeJesus, the guy who's who's leading the team in slugging, uh, he had a great night too. Yeah. But the Rays are in the gutter. Apparently. And I love it. I uh, don't love it. We'll see. We still got two more games here. Yeah. It's they still have to go down there and win the series. That's when people will believe. Yeah. When the Jays can take a series. No no four game splits. When they win the first yeah. and they lose the second two. <laughs> Take a series in Tampa Bay. Blue Believers. Nice. Yeah. And, of course, on top of everything else, uh, the the roof was open this weekend. That's always lovely. They gave away a bunch of jerseys on Sunday, which caused a frenzy of people, people? who love free shit. Oh, man. <laughs> free shit. Have some free advice. Your time is worth more than that fucking jersey. Is. <laughs> there's, there's something free for you. Line up for that shit. I heard it was a mess too in terms of like and and only like one guy was complaining to me about this which I think shows most people are very understanding of it but mm. you know the con- the concessions were ill prepared for a sellout in mid-May against uh against Oakland believe it or not they didn't they didn't you know hire a ton of extra staff for the one day that they saw that was going to be a mm. a huge sellout you know probably well, this guy, the one guy actually claimed that he's like, oh, I bought tickets like a week ago and they were already almost gone. I'm like, no, they're fucking, they were not. Maybe because of the 
the jersey. Free. Maybe, maybe I'm being an asshole by saying that. Free is a fantastic price that definitely attracts attention. It is. This is not. This is not untrue. Uh, but yeah, that's something that they will have to, I think, perhaps address if this keeps up. Uh, actually, you know, getting having enough hot dogs to go around, like not making massive lines. But this is getting well ahead of ourselves. Thinking about that, Jersey giveaway is something that I, de- I think definitely stood out. It's not a bobblehead kind of trinkety thing that people may or may not kind of. Meh. Yeah, Jersey, fucking right. You show up, it's like okay, it's yeah. kind of a Jersey. Still free. Yeah. But people will end up at 8.30 in the morning yeah, for the 1 o'clock start. Yeah. What's your time worth, sir? <laughs> what is your time Even at minimum worth? wage, from 8.30 in the morning until the end of the game, you just, just do some work. You can buy a jersey. You can listen to the game while you're doing it. You well, look after my kids. I'll pay you $10 an hour. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay you uh, in jerseys. Yeah. One uh, per day. <laughs> Come on down to the score office. Interview you, Miss Doubtfire style. Pens. The Blue Jays. <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a good time to be alive. Sure. Yeah. Again, can, like the Tollison, Francisco, everybody else, Pilar, Ghost guys are all fitting in right now. Yeah. The Ghost thing. My oh my. Now you've been down at the at the old ball yard. I have this week. So you don't get to hear the ball washing that he gets from Buck and Pat on the broadcasts. I can only imagine. Just winning games with his legs. Doesn't really have to hit anything. He did beat out a, was it a bunt? No, it was an infield single. Bouncer. Oh, it's, fan, it's fantastic. He's been fantastic. He can't. Uh, hit a ball hard. If the, if I if I thought that this was, if Anthony Goes was really his last 30 plate appearances in the big leagues, sign me up. Get rid of that bum Rasmus. But he just <laughs> but and you know, it's like, oh, he's being more selective now. This is this is a thing that you hear about on the broadcasts and uh it's just you know, everything he does is is it's just a winning ball player. He, and he can be to his credit, yeah, he's been fantastic. I don't wanna like run down ghosts. He's probably gonna be the starting center fielder next year, perhaps a platoon with Kevin Pilar, something like that. Not the craziest thing in the world. Not the greatest. Um, not the greatest either. But uh, but he just has never shown over a large sample that he can do anything close to this on a regular basis. So it'd be great if he keeps it up. But uh, let's not go counting him as uh, as the guy who's going to supplant Colby Rasmus just yet. I, it's just so weird. People get hung up on the strikeout thing with Rasmus. It's like Ghost strikes out all the time too. He is, does. He does. No. Well, now he's being more selective. Well, he's only got eight he just, strikeouts he so tur- far. He turned it on. He turned. He just decided. No, I just won't swing it so much. So he, there you go. He has eight strikeouts in thirty-seven or thirty-eight, probably played appearances. Yeah, that's, that's, so that's Rasmus well, would that's strike above out average, but Rasmus would strike out more often than that. But I mean, but Rasmus would hit the ball over the fence. Th- this is the thing. This is the thing. People forget how good Colby is. They do, but they, but they also, to the credit of uh, who the people we're running down yeah. here, yeah. is that they also recognize that Colby Rasmus is good, and as such, they want to trade him mm-hmm. because that's the way that things tend to work. Is that you trade the guy who is, you you didn't he really spend that much to get 
truth be told? No. But pretty much got him for spare parts. Yeah. And Evan Jackson, who you got for yeah. spare parts. Totally. But he was a free agent. Yeah. So you're not, I mean, I don't know. Does anybody think that Colby Rasmus in 2014 would return Edwin Jackson or a player like him in a similar contract situation? In a vacuum, maybe. I don't know. But I don't anyway, know. we're getting we're getting down to like a bit of a ridiculous road here. A little Coley bit. Rasmus is not going to get traded for to give way to a guy whose current batting average on balls in play is higher than his slugging percentage. <laughs> yes, I think that's a fair statement. Ed Coley Rasmus is not no contenders giving away pitching that no. we need. And there's no team that's a, that that looks at the current state of baseball and the the rate at which arms are falling <laughs> down dead yeah. and thinking, you know what we need. Uh, barely above average center fielder, which is what Colby Rasmus says. He is above average. He was very good last year. He was better than league average this year. But that's who he is. He's not going to turn into best-case scenario Jacoby Ellsbury or whatever. Like He's not like a six-win yeah. guy. No. He's a four, maybe five-win guy like he was last year. Gets hurt. Too much. Too much. Yeah. No one's giving up much that you want. No. But I wonder now where people will be on the trade prospects thing as this certainly shifted if this turns from like a may everyone's delighted and the sun is out and whatever to like to nitty-gritty july like they're still in this position or close to it are the cries for jeff samarja going to continue oh yeah they want him and they want him bad i think a lot of all especially with the way he started the year Mm -hmm. people are now seeing and, I mean, these are the same people who saw Marcus Stroman for six and a third innings out of the bullpen not looking great and are like, well, he's not ready. Let's, he's, you know, we can, we can spare him because that seems like a reasonable amount of innings to give a guy who everybody loved all the way up until that point. Uh, I, they were basing that love on his eight and a half innings in spring training. That's, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And Aaron Sanchez on the, you know, oh, he closed out that game in Montreal. Didn't you see that? It's like, yeah, he walks five and a half guys per nine in double A. He has been very ungood results-wise. Yeah. Not getting hit hard, I think, seems to be fair to say, but... No, that's true, but it's kind of... When you don't know where it's going, now that is the batter. Yeah, that's part <laughs> of it. all over the that's place. part of it. Uh, Dan, Dan Norris is coming on strong. Isn't he hurt? I don't know. Dan Norris is the one that people list listify. They think they think in lists because that's the way that this information yes. is presented to them. It's like, well, Dan Norris passing Sanchez for the top prospect. Stroman, of course. Yeah, fallen. He's by the graduated. Wayside. Oh, oh, he's fallen. Yeah, that's right. Or, or graduated, fallen by the wayside. Take it as you will. No, I don't. I honestly, I don't watch the deep prospects not day by day. I know some some other sites do. Really, really, really. You know, track daily their their progress, but and they like to move them around. I, like, yeah, if you're making up a bullshit, like if you're making up a like, bullshit oh, list, you might as well just like go all out and pretend you know you know anything <laughs> about these guys. <laughs> uh, I would trade. There was a name that surfaced today, not surfaced today. Mm-hmm. It's a name that's always been there. His name is not new. Um, but the ongoing struggles of the Kansas City Royals. Yes, I saw you were on. Has presented the option, not the option has. Allowed the vultures to circle around James Shields. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what I would give up for James Shields? I'm going to go with everything. Anything. Yeah, pretty much. Anything that, that they wanted. Ridiculous, yeah. Anything. You name your price. Yeah. I'd be here. If, here's six names. Pick three, and we're finished here. He's a free, is a free agent at the end of this year? Yeah. It doesn't matter. No. I don't give a shit. Totally doesn't Bring matter. Bring him around. Oh, yeah. 
He is the best. I don't know if I'd go this far. Maybe not three. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Would you get? Well, it's it's six, it's like the six, six years of Aaron Sanchez walking everybody. You don't want to see what that's going to be like. Nope. Okay. I want James Shields. I want him so bad. <laughs> I want to offer. I want to offer uh, Dayton Moore prospects. Mm-hmm. Understanding he's going to pick the wrong ones. That's I, I saw you were saying that too. <laughs> yes, which is which is absolutely. Right. And then of course they'll they'll develop them as the, only the Royals can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike Bustakis. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! The PCL, the, the Royals, Triple A, Omaha, whatever the Omaha yeah. Royals. They got Justin Maxwell. They got Mike Bustakis. It's a real murderer's row. Uh, it sure, it sure is. It sure is. But I, yeah, no. Shield, I mean, Shields. <laughs> I mean, and this is the thing. Keith Laws brought this up a couple of times. It's like the Jays just don't have that much in the system that's tradable for those kind of guys uh, beyond Sanchez and Stroman. You know, they have guys at the lower minors who are intriguing, who are good prospects, but, you know, for sure. But What's his, Tiriato or whatever? What's, uh, yeah, Tiriato and uh, Mitch Ney, the third baseman. And they have, there's guys. There's Norris and who may or may not be hurt. We apparently don't care. Uh He's been fantastic, and he should move up to Double A soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know, other teams also have prospects. Is the thing, and also mm-hmm. have arms falling off left and right. Uh, and uh, can the Jays win a bidding war for a guy like that? That's a good question. And you know how I know it's it's a it's a my way of thinking about it as a good question was. Um, who was it that was that pitched? Was it Butera? No, it was the guy that pitched the position player, and he was knuckleballer. Oh fuck! I don't he know. pitched like it was like two weeks ago, not even it was a week ago, and he was awesome. And I made I started to make a joke <laughs> about the Jays trading their top pitching prospect and their top position player prospect, and I couldn't think of who the p- top position player prospect was. <laughs> yes. I was like, uh, DJ Davis? I think it's I think it's Mitch Ney. I think Mitch Ney. say that, yeah. Oh, well, I yeah. don't know much about that. They're low minors, guys. This is what... Uh, exactly, but like that's all on. projection, right? Yeah, and that, I mean, and that's why it's going to be tough, you know, what, like well, if somebody's dangling a guy who actually looks like he's going to be a big leaguer, whether you don't know how well he's going to Succeed or not to mm-hmm. the Royals or to, you know, to the Pirates if they give up and are looking to move Liriano or Cleveland looking to move Masterson, perhaps. Um, mm. Yeah, that's another good name. Danny Worth, excuse me, Danny Worth. Yeah, no, I okay, like Justin yeah. Masterson a lot. Yeah, I obviously much, 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 much prefer James Shields. <laughs> yeah, well, big game, James. Come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that uh, yeah, they don't they don't have a Jeff Kent. Just no. just waiting to be awesome to break but, hearts like, to yeah. break to cut. There's no Michael Young, yeah, lurking. Jeez, yeah, that one too. Jose Jose Cruz Jr. for David Wright. Yeah, that's another good one. The other way, but uh, yeah, they, they don't they don't have that. So I mean, as much as we want to talk fancy about this, they and and the, the Sanchez thing. I would hope this doesn't play into it, but the Jays really sort of tied themselves to Sanchez when they traded Syndergaard. And we're like, no, this is the guy we, you know, they, we wouldn't have traded him, but we would have traded him. And this is the guy we believe in to turn around and flip him for a rental a year later. Or uh, like legit rental, not even yeah. like a dicky rental, not no, like no. A, I'm not doing the trade unless you sign up to extension, <laughs> which kind of negates the rental part of it. Yeah. Like a 
I, I, it does. It doesn't look great, but hey, 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 I can live with that. I can live with that. <laughs> Fucking right. I would. I totally would trade Sanchez for for six for four months of James Shields right now. Do for, it. Give me. Put the paper in front of me. Fly, fly forever. Yeah, I didn't want to go there. I almost, I did want to go I went there. Back when I went to. I can live with that instead of that. Uh. C.C. Sabathia pitched back in uh, Milwaukee before he got hurt for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, again, position player prospect. C.C. Sabathia traded to the Brewers for Matt Laporta, who was their top prospect yeah. at the time. Laporta's basically out of baseball now. Sure is. <laughs> yeah. You go back and look at the numbers that Sabathia put up in those last – in those he, wa- he got MVP votes in the National League, yeah. and he was traded at the trade deadline in July. <laughs> he was a fucking animal. I look at the pitch counts, too. I believe. He pitched uh, on three days rest and like to win, <laughs> to get them in the wild card. And it didn't matter. He was yeah. still amazing. And yeah. then he's, he pitched for, that, that's six years ago. Yeah. So I don't, if people have been like, oh, yeah, no. He's made, he, he got paid, opted out and got paid again. Everybody's happy with that deal. Yeah. Good for him. Do you know what I would, oh my God. I mean, that's best case scenario. There's always like the Matt Garza or Ryan Dempster or whatever the <laughs> Rangers have done. Do the opposite of that. But I would, uh, I got no no bones. Six years of Sanchez, six more year five, and six years of Strowman. Mm-hmm. God, can you imagine the whining though? If what? If Shields comes back and turns into like two thousand and nine, oh, James even, Shields, even, or if he's, even if he's great and it doesn't and it doesn't make a difference, and they you know they they lose the fucking first round, and then with well, the, the whining, and then everybody starts you know washing Sanchez's balls. The whining is done. The whining is perfect because you can whine about whatever. True. Right? Like oh, those, no, those, the whining, those deals. The whiners are, will never have something to not whine about. Oh, well, they misread the quality of their club, <laughs> <laughs> or they uh, they're so bad at player development they don't, they can't tell a good prospect un- from a hole in their head. It's unbelievable. Whatever. Uh, no, go, to the, go to that message board. Look at some of the fucking garbage they're talking about on there. On which message board? Blue Jays message board thing. That's a real thing? You think I would take yeah. my valuable fucking time yeah. out of my life there's and some, do that? There's some there's some sharp people on there. Yeah? But it's just mostly a hot pile of garbage. Sounds like real life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like real fucking life, as mm-hmm. Dean Blundell is now once oh again gainfully employed. <sighs> yeah. Things We don't need to delve into this <laughs> Misery. Misery. Are we okay with the ongoing uh, Juan Francisco, Brett Laurie, third base, second base carousel? Yeah. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Francisco's still hitting. The Francisco... Guys like Francisco... Uh, yeah, like, we, I think we may have said this before. You just ride them hard, put them way wet. Yeah. Get as much as you can. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, no, his swing is loopy, it's long. It's not going to get right. As long as he, he keeps walking, that's that's the thing. Not like a tremendous rate, but the walk rate's staying up there. And uh, I mean... I did. I did this like sort of ridiculous exercise a couple of weeks ago when it was you know he first became a thing where it's like you pump up his walk rate a bit and you just keep the bat exactly the same as it was last year and you got a really good player. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't have to hit the cover off the ball even. He just has to be himself with a little better plate discipline and he's pretty good. So I'll take that. He's come. I to, can live with that. To uh, San Pedro de Macorís North here, so he's, like, <laughs> all his yeah. all the guys are there. And again, the, 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 that was the whole thing with uh, with Laurie was. Just Go and follow Edwin Encarnacion around. Yeah. Do what he does. Mm-hmm. Eat who he eats. <laughs> yeah. And you're good to go. Batista, don't follow him quite so much. Yeah, follow him. Yeah. He's Francisco, good. I think that... Uh, then you get people talking about, oh, look at him. 
you know, blowing up in the dugout after a strikeout you know, when they got a 5-1 lead. And people have shut up about that for a while, the, too. They have a little bit, haven't they? Because he's been good this year. He doesn't w- bitch the umps anymore. <laughs> As opposed to other years? Oh, you mean... Narratively speaking, himself. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but like, no, not yelling and making. Oh, now a big he's a leader. Stink. Now he's a leader. Don't you understand? And uh, that's probably why the clubhouse chemistry is better, which has led to all this winning. Absolutely, that's how that works. I don't think you can dispute that. No, no. I don't know why you would try. I wouldn't. Uh, the basketball in the clubhouse too. That's there big. There that's you huge. Go. There you go. They're a team now. No, they're just a bunch of good players who are playing well <laughs> and are mostly healthy. That's that was in the Griffin bag, the Griff, the Griff bag this week. With someone like, isn't it great to see them all smiling and jumping around and doing little dance routines and stuff like that? And it's like that's what they were getting killed for last year. They're just doing the same thing. You just are, it just looks better because they're winning. They're just they play baseball for millions of dollars. Fuck off. They don't get to the big leagues if they're not good at trying. I think that that is something that's mm-hmm. easy to overlook. Like, if you don't give a shit, you don't get this far. Mm-hmm. Period. And yeah. you don't last. Because this is a team. The Jays are not... It's not a bunch of kids finding their way. It's an old team that has been built by design from a thousand other organizations. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, spoiled bonus baby who's just sitting... Other than the one guy. Who would never <laughs> get shit for that. No, no. And he wasn't even their bonus anyway. But, like... That's true, yeah. They're, these guys are seasoned professionals... The trying, the caring, the leadership stuff falls by the wayside. You can't, you can't become what they are by being fucking lazy. You really can't. And I think that, if anything, going back to Juan Francisco, you look at Edwin Encarnacion, you look at Jose Bautista, you look at two guys who were kind of on the outs in the game, guys who had, like yourself, had a bit of success, hit the ball out of the ballpark, and then it was time to make an adjustment. And Encarnacion in the minor leagues, DFA'd, Changed his swing around completely in the winter, became a new guy, swinging everything this year. Was like, oh, I should probably stop that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did. Bautista is maybe more of like the, the guy who's a student of the game, gets right in, watches video, knows everything about every pitcher. It's all there for you if you want Francisco. And they're your countrymen, guys you can be friendly with. Perfect. Yeah. If you can't make it work here, Juan Francisco, then he, the, where's he going to make it work? Yep. That's true. I want them to keep him around, though, just so I can watch him hit BP, because it's <laughs> fucking amazing. I, he went into the restaurant yesterday, just for shits and giggles, like sent some, some, some servers scattered, like, oh my god, I'm going to die, death from above. It was great. That is fantastic. I'm such a sucker for BP, it means nothing, nothing. Wow. But so, I'm watching so many BP heroes who just oh nobody garbage. none more none oh, more yeah. BP heroes uh, Pilar a lot of really? lot of second deck home runs really? yesterday in BP. I was like changed my whole shit like oh well, fuck. Pilar's been all right yeah surprisingly got to keep him over same thing when Rasmus comes doubles gotta, like got to keep your platoon option there the dude Ack mm-hmm. the Ack made a good point yesterday mm-hmm. where he. Could well have been subtweeting me. I don't give a shit if I get called up. We, you and I, uh, who are probably the most uh, trying to be the most grounded in reality on Anthony Ghost. Trying, yeah. Even even Wilner oh. loves it. He he said it himself. He said you guys are down on him more than than he is, and he is oh, very yeah. much like don't Colby Rasmus is very good. We use Ghost's track record as like evidence against him. Uh, the opposite could be 100% true of Pilar, who hit every level. He's mm-hmm. always hit, other than the fact that he's like a 30th round draft pick. But why not give him the benefit of the doubt? Can't. 
didn't hit for power. No. Which is uh, the game here at the sh- in the show where apparently, we are, you and I. Apparently BP, all right. BP, yeah, it looked good. Changed my mind. Right-handed pitching you can't touch. It's hard. <laughs> he has some issues there. But yeah. I don't know. Against lefties, he's done well. I'll take hey, it. I can live with that. Part of me wants to say platoons are risky because you use so many roster spots and you've already got three catchers. But <laughs> yeah. the other part of me sure wants do. to say, like, the fucking A's, whatever the A's do is working or yeah. has worked. Yeah. They, they, the A's were like, well, let's pay for a closer. And then it sucked. And they were like, oh, well, we've got all these other amazing relievers we can just put in there. <laughs> yeah. We can let idea. Jim Johnson come in in the fifth inning to try to stop a rally, but. I don't know. It's a good time to be a Blue Jays fan. These are good problems to have. Like, yeah. oh, how are we going to fit all these guys who are playing well in the lineup at the same time? Yeah, it's sort of strange. <laughs> Obviously, this, I'm in the middle of a seven-game seven winning streak. Only the third one since 2003. Yeah. Uh, it's easy to be like, oh, everyone's great. Everyone's going to go back. But like you said, what happens when, when Rasmus comes back? What happens is some of these guys start to maybe not hit as... Well, as they are right now, Melky Cabrera, everything's falling in for him, hitting it the other way, going against shifts, <laughs> yep. yucking it up at first base after he serves one to the opposite <laughs> field, just dying with laughter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It's fantastic. We never talk about Jose Reyes. He's just awesome. He is awesome. Yeah. Maybe not defensively as much, but he's, he looks healthier. He looks better. Uh, starting to fall for him. It's nice to have an extra gear like Jose Reyes does. You mentioned that the other night where he like did. It was last night. He was on first when when Melky hit it off like the top of the wall in left field, <laughs> and Reyes was like, "It's gone all the way around second base," and then it hit the fence, and then he just was like, "Click," and he went. And that you also appreciate how good the outfielders are in the big leagues because the ball was three hundred and seventy five feet from home plate, and Jose Reyes <laughs> is very fast. I'm like, "Oh, that's not so big, such a big deal." The ball got in so quick that it was like a close enough play, but he yeah. slid in out of the yeah. tag, you know, with, with a bit of time. But it's like, yeah, those guys are really good. Yeah, they're good at they're good <laughs> at playing baseball. He's good at running. Yep. But uh, no, he'll, this this is Jose Reyes who plays with the Blue Jays. It's amazing. Healthy. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. Stole three bases on Sunday. The boss. The boss. That's great too. Yeah. He had one stolen last night too, but somebody fouled it off. It was Batista. Whatever. I can live with that. I can. Li- <laughs> All right, I think this is, this is a movement. <laughs> it's a movement. We are. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. All right. But uh, good. Another edition of the DJF podcast for about your first place Toronto Blue Jays. What the oh, Kansas City comes to town. James Shields pitches in front of his future little fans. Showcase. Little showcase. showcase. All right. <laughs> Putting on a show for the for the <laughs> for Anthopolis and the boys up there in the uh, analytics department. I don't know yeah. how they measure lionness because he's a fucking lion. <laughs> he's the lion king. Ryan Eli. Yeah. Thanks, bud. My pleasure. Andrew Stoughton. Mm-hmm. Where can they? Where can the folks find you? At Andrew Stoughton on Twitter. Yeah. That's where they can find me. Your website is the same address now. How come the score dot com is different? Your site's the same. Yeah, I don't know. You have to ask them. You live on an island, my I friend. I do live on an island. You're lucky to have an island. Yeah. It's a private island. Yeah. Am I? We'll see. <laughs> the Jays could just keep winning games. Everyone, yeah, everyone will be, will be happy. I'm fine with that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and my name is Drew. Thank you, friend, for enjoying <laughs> this edition of the DJF Podcast. We'll talk to you, I'm going to say, next week. Later. So raise a glass for me.
For more Drunken Jay's debauchery, check out thescore.com slash DJF. Yeah.